And we are live in the Fancy Lounge. As always, it's the commish on the ones and twos. And we are again on Zoom with our very own captain of our quarterback and the captain of the Daily Daves, Dave Steuben. How you doing, David? I know. I mean, this is season eight of the Fantasy Lounge, episode eighteen, week fourteen. A lot of playoff implications. A lot of nervous Nellies out there. I would, I would like to admit, a lot of things can happen. It's uh, good to make it. It's good to make. It's good that we made it this far, Dave. It's good that we made it this far, at least. Yeah, I mean, at least we're in the conversation, you know. Yeah, all you want is a chip and a chair. But uh, sp- speaking of uh, a guy in a new, <laughs> a new place. Let's do some NFL storylines of everyone's favorite quarterback. Uh, Baker got cut by the Panthers and quickly signed by the L.A. Rams. What are you thinking about that, David? Uh, well, I guess the, their coach, uh, McVay, says he's always respected him. And, uh, I guess uh, the neck injury to Stafford is a little bit more serious. I saw something on, on TikTok that his disc might be pushing on his spinal cord, and to get that fixed he has to have neck surgery which pretty much is going to end his career uh and he can't play with it so he might be a toast uh out there in la so they're just trying to get a contingency plan in place maybe baker can rejuvenate his career out in, in la um and then they can draft somebody going into next year too that might be one of the things that um, we've. That's the last we've seen of Matthew Stafford. I mean, he's been a fancy staple for our league forever. Um, yeah. It's that's kind of sad to say. I know, like his wife had. Um, didn't his wife had like br- brain cancer or something? Yeah, yeah brain, surgery. brain cancer. I mean, dude, you got you finally got your Super Bowl like right off into the sunset. Um, you, don't live in, you don't live in Detroit anymore. You live in LA. Just, just end it. You know. Yeah. Good for him. Crazy, like, fantasy implications is, like, they're talking Baker might play, like, potentially start Thursday night. Being there, I think he was there for a day, maybe two, in Rams. Maybe worse than Walford or the third-string quarterback that I can't even name right now. So, I mean, their season's over anyway, so who cares? Throw uh, him into the fire. Yeah, a lot of fantasy news for quarterbacks, so a lot of injuries, a lot of quarterbacks actually playing very well at the same time. Um, keeping it in California... Jimmy G with a broken ankle. Um, they said he potentially could be back for the divisional round of the playoffs. Um, do you think Purdy could be good enough to make fantasy weapons still relevant, Dave? I thought he broke his foot. It was like foot ankle. I don't know. It was. It was. It was one of those. It's. It's one of those. Those plays where you just hate when you see like a lineman, uh, defensive lineman, like wrap up and then like falls on his ankle. It's like I'm like right away. You know, it's that, that ankle's fucked. Jacksonville that looked terrifying and then he ended up coming back to the game but I don't think Purdy's the guy uh, anyone can come in and you know play good for two, two what is he played two quarters he played um, uh, I don't know he's Mr. Irrelevant last player in the draft I don't think he's the, the answer I think I thought they were Super Bowl contenders but I don't think they are now 
Um, the thing is, like, Jimmy G was kind of like a game manager, and, like, Purdy was getting a lot of traction in camp, uh, going back and looking at some uh, older stuff, that he was outperforming uh, Trey Lance and stuff like that, and people were kind of high on him. Uh, I think he could be suitable, especially with how good that defense is. And I'm, like, concerned about how they work Debo and a lot of strain probably on McCaffrey, like Kittle. I think it, I think the person that hurts the most out of that is, like, Ayuk. I think, no, I think it hurts Kittle the most because I, I think they're going to just use him as a big extension of the line now to, to make sure that the quarterback doesn't get a lot of pressure. So I don't know if Kittle's going to be used a lot in the passing game. I, I still think Ayuk is is going to be okay, but all those guys are downgraded, except for maybe McCaffrey because he's still going to get his dump-offs. Um, speaking of another dude that's been – his name's been floating around. I, he's been taking, like, uh, a victory tour of the NFL, it seems like, lately. OBJ health still a concern. They said he might sign with the Cowboys. But, like, I, we were talking earlier. Has anyone, like, seen him on, like, Instagram or anything doing any football-related movements? Have, have anyone seen him even, like, like, not even a workout or anything? That's what I said. Uh, no. I mean, he just likes to talk a lot uh, and act like every team is interested in him. But he also was talking about going back to the Giants and the Cowboys already have concerns after his physical, so that doesn't look too good there. Uh, they said he might not even be ready until February, so what are you going to come in and, and play in just the Super Bowl? Probably not. So <laughs> February, February, there's not one week, there's one week in February to play. It's the Super yeah, Bowl. I don't think so. Yeah, that, that is... It's it's been a really weird story with with him. Um, another one, Lamar Jackson, hurt. Another quarterback goes down. Um, they said potentially one to three weeks. Dave, we were hearing something else. I don't know. Someone said day to day, week week to week, maybe out for the season. Like it's it's kind of just out there. I don't really know because I mean one to three weeks. That's the end of the season, possibly. So I know that's a lot of. Uh, Playoff implications for that division. With right now, the uh, the Ravens are tied with the Bengals. Bengals are getting hot at the right time. They have like the same record they had last year at that point. Uh, coming off a hot win against KC, I thought another crazy stat was um, kind of kicking it to a little college football action. We got to watch some of the um, conference championship games, and uh, the quarterback down in Georgia, Stenson Bennett, is the same age as Lamar Jackson, and that is bananas. Yeah, and he's going to be one of those guys. He's not going to make it in the NFL. He's he's too old. He's too small. I don't think he has a good arm, a good enough arm. Um, and I feel like he's just, I don't know, one of those silver who, kids. Yeah, who, who was the dude from uh, the redhead from TCU? Was it TCU? Whedon. Yeah, Brent was oh, – no, I think he was Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. No, it was Oklahoma State. He was, he was like 29, though, but he was a professional baseball player. That's why. Yeah, but they drafted him. Somebody got, he got drafted. Yeah, the first round, yeah. Well, it's the Cowboys for you. Yeah. Um, Bengals, like we were talking about, getting hot versus KC. Joe Burrow, 3 0 all time versus Mahomes. Is he Mahomes' yeah, kryptonite? That's, that's my keeper right there. So nobody's getting him next year. Uh, Burrow is, uh, they're, all, they're looking good right now. Uh, he threw his first interception since week one. Um, he had four interceptions week one and then didn't throw one until last week. So. Uh, of course, they're talking about it, that he throws an interception, but uh, Burrow's looking looking good right now. And I also have them. Uh, that was my my sleeper pick in the beginning of the season to be in the 
That that would have to be no. Let me think. Would it be the Broncos? Did Broncos go back to back where they got smoked by the Seahawks and then came back and won the next year against Cam I Newton? Think so. Okay, that's that's the only time because usually they have that Super Bowl hangover and they're seeming to get hot at the right time. I think that is with the Peyton Manning when they got smoked and then they beat uh, the Panthers. Um, crazy firing. Speaking of uh, AFC South, um, crazy firing. Titans fired the GM midseason while being the number one in the division. I think that's the first time we've ever seen that without like, any off-the-field issues. Uh, off-the-field issue was trading because he absolutely killed him on the field. So I think uh, that was – I bet you – I wonder if, like, management was like, if he kills us this year in this game, you're getting fired. And that's exactly what happened. Someone brought up, like, there was a video circulating on Twitter where um, – well, I can't think of his name, the coach. Uh, Vrabel. Vrabel, like, was physically upset when they did that trade. And, like, you could see him, like, push past the GM at that point. I would be too. I mean, you, that you offense – 24 year old top 10 receiver in the NFL. Uh, that's with an offense that's pretty much him and Derrick Henry. Yeah, no one else. run left, run left. It's just like yeah. AJ Brown is is that dude. I I was I, mean, I I didn't know I didn't I knew he was good, but I didn't think he would be this dominant um, going to the Eagles. I thought that he might like take a, a step back with uh, going in with uh, Devontae Smith there as well, but. Dude, A.J. Brown is that dude. Well, I mean, it just shows you how, I don't know how bad Tannehill is or just how bad that offensive scheme is that he's that talented and then you trade him and he's, I don't know, he's probably, what, top six, seven this year? Um, uh, it's just that, and they're still in first place, which is crazy, and their defense is terrible. Um, but, I don't know. Well, they have, uh, they, they, okay, I guess. They have South's terrible. Yeah, it is. Traylon Burks has been okay, but he's not AJ Brown. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> one of the funniest stats I probably saw in a long time, and I, I heard it from a different podcast, and I had to text you right away, was uh, since 1996, a team that has forced two turnovers, gave up no turnovers, and has given up 10 points or less. They were 206-0. That is until Mr. Unlimited took the field Sunday. Denver lost to a backup quarterback. Now they're now that record 206-1. Fucking Mr. Unlimited. Let Russ cook. Unlimited diarrhea. Uh, it's just amazing the, the bad records that that team is breaking this year. Uh, they just like, at some point, do you just bench him? That's what I said. That's what I said. that he's not good anymore and that he needs to pick his shit up or you're not going to be playing for this team. I don't think I don't think you can because like you just you mortgage your your entire future with all those draft picks for him, so you got to let them figure it out. But weren't you saying last week what is it like if they scored 18 points, at least 18 yeah. points this season offensively, they would they, they would have been like they would be a playoff team. They would be like 9 and fucking 3 or something or 4. That's insane. Yeah, it's he has eight passing touchdowns this year. Eight. Yeah, I fourteen. I love the tracker on Twitter that has is Ross going to throw more touchdowns than he has bathrooms in his house. And I don't now, think so. And now it's like to the point where he has to throw a touchdown a game for the rest of the season. That's not happening. Yeah. That's uh, it's crazy. Like 
uh, going back to trying to drafting him over Hurts, Jalen Hurts. That's how bad he like. That's how hyped he was that he went over Jalen Hurts in our draft. Did he go over Mahomes? No. Okay. I got. I got to go back and look at this. I think Mahomes was like our the first quarterback taken. No. Maybe. Yeah, I I think it was one of the two. Yeah. Um. Speaking of your fantasy teams, uh, a guy you love. Um, I know you said he went to sleep during this game, but uh, Mark Ingram can't get the first down, causing Tampa Bay to come back. Tom Brady now 3-0 and last three weeks. Did you see that play at all or at all? No, I told you I turned it off because I'm sick of watching Alvin Kamara run into the back of his offensive lineman and then get taken out of the game after a nice play. And then they put 33-year-old Mark Ingram in. He's the same age as us and hasn't been relevant in five years. But somehow... He's like a 50-50 split with Alvin Kamara, who's six foot two, two hundred forty pounds, and he's not getting the goal or the, the carry in a pivotal part of the game. I'm sick of watching the Saints. I feel like like last year when he was just going off on on the Saints offense. It's it's getting ridiculous. Kamara, if he didn't have the name, would be droppable right now. Um, yeah, like Ingram came out on Twitter and, and apologized, but it was like a first first and ten play. He runs the ball like could easily get the first down. Runs it for nine yards. Runs oh, out of runs out of bounds for no reason. And then they they get stuffed on second down and third down. They can't get a pass off and they punt it with like six minutes. That would have like secured the game because Tampa was down two scores at that time. Uh, that whole offense sucks. Um, but uh, I think Tom's three and one since uh, he's been divorced. So I think he also broke the or I don't know added to the comeback record now that. Another comeback in his fucking uh, in his career. I can't talk right now. So the legend just keeps growing, but that team wasn't very. That whole game wasn't good. Yeah, I. He still I, looks terrible. He doesn't throw the ball down the field anymore. He only throws it. I swear, he just throws like five yard outs and find a zone in the linebackers, and they'll get you the ball. But anything downfield, it's terrible. I think I think Brady's gone. I, I think he plays one more year. But I think it, I think this is last year in Tampa. I can't watch Todd Bowles because as a Mike Evans owner, Todd Bowles might be the worst coach I've ever seen. Be, I mean, we've we've listed some bad ones, but he's up there for his game management. No, I watched the game and it's bad. Like they have so many weapons too. When you have Godwin, you have Mike Evans, you have Julio Jones, you have two good running backs. Like and Leonard Fournette looks like he's carrying a fucking tractor trailer behind him. That guy is like a, a Krispy Kreme away from being a fullback. He might be the only coach that I know that constantly punts. Like it'll be like fourth and six from uh, the opponents, like forty-five, and they'll like just punt the ball for like a twenty-yard net gain for like all the time. Just go for. It. I don't understand. Just go for. It. You have Tom Brady. Oh, that's why they're what, what are they six and seven? No, I think they're seven and six now. Maybe yeah, seven and six. Uh, or six and six, whatever. Um, week 14, four teams on a bye. Don't understand that with this so late in the fantasy season and so late in the season overall. Indy Bears, NOLA, Commanders. Um, thank God it really doesn't have too much of a fantasy implication for like a lot of the big hitting teams. But I know no JT, no... Um, but I'm actually thankful for that, I think. No Fields, no McLaurin, Curtis Samuels. Yeah, McLaurin's pretty big. That's about it. 
Pittman. Wow. I'm just trying to think who else. Not um, actually, who's been playing well is Brian Robinson too. No Brian Robinson. True. Uh, I was a receiver for New Orleans. Olave. Oh, Olave. Olave's a stud, dude. And I just don't understand why they don't even play Jameis. That Andy Dalton. That was like the that was quite essential Andy Dalton right there at, to blow that lead at the end of the game. Still. I don't know why they, why they're not playing James Winston. Like enough. Like we don't need the the guy who's gonna complete seventy percent of his passes. You need somebody who's gonna throw a ball down the field. I I, I want him to cut him. Let him go to San Francisco. But, um, so that's pretty much it for league news. Next, we're going to do a major segment. Uh, we got some Daily Daves lined up. We got some mortgage payment. But this is what everyone's been waiting for. Uh, the league breakdown, a lot of fantasy implication this week. A lot of, like, question marks where a lot of guys can get in. I think there's six teams that have an opportunity. There's, there's eight teams that potentially could make the playoffs. Can you... Uh... So I know just off the top of my head, if if I win, I'm automatically in. Um, if Simo or Gallagher wins, uh, either one of them is automatically in because they have uh, uh, the London division. So either one of them wins and the other loses, they're automatically in. Uh, if me, or I'm sorry, if I lose, Lewis wins, Randy wins, Gallagher wins, Simo wins. Then it comes down to uh, points between me and the commish. I'm currently up 34 points on him. So there's a lot of things that could happen. Now, if Lewis loses, Gallagher loses, and Randy loses, then possibly um, Channel's back in, in the picture because he has 1,759 points. And, but Channel would have to also win this week. Yeah, I think, I think Channel's second in the league in points, yeah. Yeah, so that's the thing. If if two or three of you guys lose and there's a bunch of 7-7 seven and seven teams, then he's going to make the playoffs because he has so many points. Yeah, he, he had a monster week last week. Um, if you so, had if you had to pick, who, what do you think the playoff format is, Dave? So, I mean, I, well... Of course, we got McCarthy 1 and 2 yeah. with... Uh, I still think McCarthy, even if he loses with just his points, he's going to be the number one overseed. So yeah, it, no, he's, he's up two more points on, on second yeah, place. So, so they're take, both him and I think uh, Waldo going to put up three hundred points. Yeah, him and Waldo getting a, are getting a bye. Um, three seed would be whoever between whoever wins that division, which I think right now, um, I think both of those teams, I think. Simo and Gallagher both win this week because they're playing, of course, <laughs> they get Andy in late, which Andy won last week. Good job, Andy. You put yeah. the team together. Hey, uh, it might have been It might have been the commissioner's corner. might have been. It might have been. He would have beat me last week, so I think he put like 122 points up. So maybe there could be a spoiler alert uh, in there somewhere, but I think right now uh, that's going to have to be Wasim, which is crazy because of the season that he had, but... Wasim's team has turned it on the last few weeks. He actually looks like a playoff contender, which is not good uh, to get him into the playoffs hot right now. Um, then from there, I think Lewis jumps me and goes to fourth. I think he's going to get the win. Uh, I think uh, Gallagher gets in, and I think I get it. Sorry, Commission. I think the hit list, even though you win, I think you're not outscoring me by 34 points. Ooh. 
I think I get it. I also think McCarthy's going to beat you. Well, that's that's to be seen. Um, You you asked, but that's that's what I'm predicting. And I I think, uh, what does Gallagher have? 1750. Yeah, so Gallagher would be fifth, I'd be sixth, and then I'd be playing uh, Wassey. You think you lose this week? Yeah, 100%. I'm playing Waldo. Ooh. Stretching like 145 points. I know. There's, there's, points. Nothing, there's nothing worse than looking at like the matchups and like McCarthy's projected at 146, and it's just like, fuck, dude, I haven't put up a 146 <laughs> in I weeks. Think, dude. I think, I think <laughs> in weeks. It was like 160, and other than that, it was like 130. So. I think uh, if, if SEMO wins the division, I think it, uh, this might come down the first time where a guy has given up more points than he scored. Yeah, that's. Uh, well, he could. That's. I mean, that's forty. That's forty. Yeah, that's forty-five. So you'd have to win by forty-five points. I mean, that could happen. Yeah, but it's. The only thing I got going for me is uh, Waldo. Possibly is going to have. What's his name out for the Dolphins? Waddle. Yes, Waddle's leg, I guess, but. Uh, and Watson's on a on a buy, so that's good for me. Uh, why don't you pull up the matchups and we'll go over like do a little in depth of the important ones? I guess I guess they're all important though this week. Yeah, so we so, we can do fucking this. We'll go with yours, yeah. So right now you're we're not going to do a two minute drill. We're gonna, this is like a in depth a, a second half drill. This is um, like the old the old Patriot like nine ten minute drive to start the game with a cap off by a touchdown. All right, so. It's supposed to be raining, yep. Mike Evans has scored a touchdown since week four, which drives me nuts. Exactly. So, well, that could be a good thing this week. I don't, I don't, it's like all my games are supposed to be shit weather rain. Well, I mean, Evans going against San Francisco, that's a tough matchup. Garrett Wilson going against Buffalo. Um, They actually, I think they give up a lot of passing yards, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of rushing yards. It's a lot of passing Uh, yards. Garrett Wilson's looked looked pretty good. Uh, As of late, Nick Chubb against Cincinnati. Um... He's just got to get in the end zone. Pirine, I think Mixon's back, so it depends on if if um, uh, Foreman comes back. Yeah, he yeah, so, he could do. Uh, Foreman is in practice all week, but uh, the their fill-in coach, whatever the fuck that dude's name is, he said that he's not concerned with it. So Foreman, I, I think that's a 
Seattle is not very good against run. I think that's a way better matchup, especially if Mixon plays. I don't think you can still play P. Ryan, but maybe if he's going to get some catches. Uh, then you got Jamal Williams in for yourself and Tony Pollard, which Jamal Williams scores a touchdown every week, it seems like. And Pollard's, he took a step back last week, but I still, what do you still have a touchdown on? If I'm not mistaken. Pollard scored 24. Oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Pollard's, oh, that, Pollard's that dude. And he's going to be a free agent I, this week. Sorry, it was the week before he hit me. Um, so he's back on track. Uh, so two good running backs. You got Hawkinson against Detroit. Uh, revenge game. Hopefully. Could be, uh, could be huge because they can't stop the pass. And then Kittle, like I mentioned, I don't know if, I don't know if he's going to be the same Kittle uh, from Mike. Kickers are relevant. I don't give a fuck. And then uh, Tennessee against Jacksonville. It's your defense in Dallas against Houston, which could be huge for Mike. I know. And they're going back to, to the neck, Davis Mills, this week. To the big neck. Oh, fuck. So, um, what do you think, Wentz? It's not like you're but you never know. You know, stranger things have happened in fantasy. What do you think wins, Dave? I'm, I'm I, I want Mike to win because I want to get to the playoffs. And I also just think he's going to win. I'm sorry. Um, I think yeah. your fucking voodoo magic hit list is, ends here. Uh, five straight for the commish. Like I said, uh, when I put that commissioner corner out, I don't think it stops now. I think some way, somehow, team of destiny, it's going to be close, but we're going to win. We'll see. Then you still got to beat me by 34 points. Uh, all right. Um, not if, not if uh, Lewis lose, loses. So this game is kind of irrelevant. Uh, it's Trotter versus Channel, but like I mentioned, Channel still has an outside chance of making the playoffs somehow. Uh, so... He's projected 129. Trout, I don't even think, looked at his lineup. Because he doesn't have, he has Montgomery still in there, and he's projected 93 points. You know, I, you, I, I, you know he's looking at it, though. Like, he's just not, it's not setting on purpose. He doesn't add, like, if you talk one bit about fantasy in any group chat, he just doesn't reply back. But say anything about the Bulls, and he's right there with you. Uh, Channel absolutely fucking shellacked me last week. I think he beat me by 80 points or something. Um, his team is hot right now. So I'm going to have to go with, with the channel on this one to keep his, his hopes alive. Yeah, and uh, a big thing, too. I think uh, Damian Pierce plays way better with Mills as a quarterback, too, so that helps a lot. Eckler's that dude. Um, yeah. I don't. I mean, Pierce had a decent game last week, but he is starting Jacoby Myers and Tyler Boyd, who both haven't really been doing much of late. Like, who's um, even on Mike Spence for him? Terry McLaurin's on a bye, which is huge for, for Channel. He doesn't even have a tight end playing. Who? I mean, he's going to start Dorch? No, he doesn't even have a tight end on his roster. Uh, yeah, well, there you go, Mike. I swear, he's good. If he doesn't set a lineup, you're going to have to set one for him. <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill him. He's going to start Pacheco, probably. I would say running he also He also, uh, last week, didn't start Pacheco and started Kyron Williams and lost by one point. If he would have beaten uh, Waldo, I think we still would have been playing for the division this week. But And he was yelling at me when, he was yelling at me when uh, I said, I don't know about starting Fields coming with the injury, and then Fields kind of went off. But uh, Trevor Lawrence scored more points than him when I told him to start him. I, I've learned from talking with Yeah, I think I think Channel wins. Um, 
so this has got some major. This is the biggest, one of the biggest games of the week. Uh, not for teams per se, but just for the win is Simo uh, versus. Or, I'm sorry, Simo versus Leith. Unfortunately, Leith uh, is only projected 111 points, and Simo's projected 131. So not looking too good. Uh, the only hope, I mean, see, I mean, Leith does have some good wide receivers though. He's got Ayuk, he's got Godwin, and he's got Marquise Brown. Maybe this is like the breakout game for Marquise Brown. Uh, he does have Goff going against Minnesota, which is a good matchup. Uh, his running backs are kind of struggling. DeAndre Swift, although he's been good like the past three weeks, he's questionable with a new ankle injury, which is never good for him. Chuba Hubbard sucks. Uh, Firebooth is okay. Gold and then uh, New England defense against Arizona could be good. Um, depends on which Arizona team shows up. I stopped watching Hard Knocks because they're, they're just terrible. Um, but uh, Wasim does have uh, Kyler Murray starting. So right there, you got the matchup with the defense versus the quarterback. Devontae Adams has been absolutely on fire. Uh, Keenan Allen on fire, too. Devontae Smith on fire since um, Goddard, Goddard's gone down. Miles Sanders, he's starting Latavius Murray. Um, because I think he has somebody on a bye, if I'm not mistaken. No, he's just benching Singletary. Mm-hmm. Um, so, interesting, but Singletary was outplayed last week by uh, Cook. So. Lake has two empty roster spots, too. Just uh, let yeah. that... You're going to get a couple of turnovers. Leith also got Mixon, too. Oh, okay. Well, and he should play this week. So then Hubbard would come out. So that could be a lot closer than um, than we think. Yeah. He's got, the, he's got the players. If Swift plays, then it could be closer than, than we think. So maybe there is hope, Randy. I, I can't believe that this dude's got two roster spots open. I hope he's listening. I mean, if you look at the waiver wire, though, it's absolutely trash. I know, but you just have... just. You just don't have anyone on your team? I mean, he doesn't need it. If he's not going to start him, why pick him up, I guess? To, yeah, save, save, the fi- save, save the 50 cents, Dave. Um, I guess. He is a banking man, so. He's, he's, he's crunching the numbers. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're battling for the teats, I would try to do everything in my power. But that's here and over there, Dave. That's... Without Jacob, uh, without Jackson. But actually, last year, uh, Andrews without him was on fire. Um, so Huntley loves to throw to Andrews. Um, you want to break this one down since it's my game? Yeah, Dak versus Houston. Um, I don't. Houston's pass defense is pretty good. Yeah, and I don't know. I think Dallas relies on the run pretty heavily. Um, Diggs. 
Stud. Lamb. Stud. Yeah, lamb. But, but, hold on, hold on. Diggs is going against he's, he's Sauce. It's, it's the Sauce week. But Diggs moves around a lot. And Sauce only stays on one it, side. You don't think I they're going to move him around? He's, he's matchup proof. Uh, lamb. Lamb. Stud. I think Steve. Lamb again playing Houston. Yeah. Houston's top five pass defense. Um, Waddle. It depends on his injury. What? Who's his backups? Um, Watson's out of bye, thank God. Palmer, uh, potentially? Yeah, it would be Palmer, I think. He also said he might start Xavier Knight, which I kind of agree with. Instead of ETN? I don't know. He didn't say. Well, you got to start Stevenson to stud, so it'd be for ETN. Yeah, but uh, what's, what's Stevenson done the past few weeks? Uh, 14, 20, no. 13. Dude, look at this. <laughs> this dude's going to get you double digits. Double digits every week yeah. since week three. Uh, uh, I mean, maybe you said ETM because of the black production past few weeks with the foot injury. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he did get that. zero and a 7.6, so. You got 13 snaps last week, maybe. Um, it depends on, like, I think you're going to know a lot about this game. And how you're feeling after Thursday night for you. If Jacobs goes off like he has been, you're feeling... I need it. I need it. And also, fucking bastard picks up Hunter Henry, another guy playing on Monday night. Because I already told him I'm pissed because he's got Waddle Sunday night and he's got uh, Stevenson Monday and then he goes ahead and picks up Hunter Henry on Monday night as well. So you got to hate that. But, I mean, I'm not too scared of Hunter Henry. I don't think he's going to have those that two-touchdown game he had like three weeks ago. He does have Carlson... A kicker who's like top five kicker uh, could put up potentially like 15 points. And then Buffalo D against the Jets um, might be another one with Mike White there. I'm kind of scared of. But I do have, uh, I mean, Burrow going against Cleveland with Higgins, uh, pretty good matchups. Thielen going against Detroit. Uh, earlier in the year, he put up like a 16 against them at a touchdown. And Detroit's terrible against the pass. Chark had five for 95 last week. Looks like he's a useful weapon. And then uh, Jacobs is Jacobs. Hopefully he plays. And then I'm either in between James Cook, who I picked up uh, on waivers, or Jarek McKinnon. Um, I'm just hoping one of them catches the ball out of the backfield. I kind of like McKinnon because he's playing Denver, so they might be passing it a little bit more out of the backfield. But we'll see. Andrews again. And hopefully he's good. Uh, Harrison Bucker and starting. Philly D again against, I don't know who they're playing. What does it say? The Giants, right? Yep. Yeah, Giants. And a, and a rainy game could be decent. So this also could be a close game, depends. But I, I think Waldo beats me. I hope he does. I hope he does, my friend. Yeah, you need it. Everybody needs it. Yeah, it'd, it'd, it'd be nice. It'd be a little, a little early Christmas Day miracle. That's what I need here. Um, well, I mean, you know, if I lose, I'm still, we're still going to beat me by 34 points. I know, I, I still have to win. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the thing. You still need to win. Like, I'm still in it even if I lose. <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you... Right, could, next game is another really big one. This one's pivotal for you uh, as well. And Gallagher and Simo. So, Lewis, if Lewis loses, then that opens up the spot for anybody who gets that eighth win. Uh, he's projected 140, though, this week. Against Ryan, he's projected 121. And Ryan's team has been kind of on the down... Lately, uh, has been putting up a lot of points. He's got to start Deshaun Watson this week, which is disgusting. Yeah, he looks uh, he looks bad. Last week. Um, Michael Gallup had two touchdowns.
touchdowns last week. I don't think that happens again, but he at least has been involved in the offense. Mike Williams is in his starting lineup, which I don't even know if he's starting. Christian Kirk is, has a good matchup against Tennessee. Derrick Henry against Jacksonville. Saquon Barkley. He just needs he needs a real big game out of those two running backs. Uh, Najoku is questionable. I don't know if he's going to play. He's got a lot of a lot of iffy starts. Uh, Arizona against New England might be a decent start actually. Um, I don't know. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if Burks is going to play. Uh, he was banged yeah. up last week. Um, Mike Williams. Metcalf against Carolina and Cooper against Cincinnati, which is pretty decent. The thing that makes me nervous the most about Ryan's team is Deshaun Watson. I think that was, what was the spread last week against Houston? I think it was 10 and a half. No, it was only seven, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, there wasn't like an offensive touchdown score until like the third quarter. No, I don't think there was offensive touchdown score at all. Yeah. There's really nobody on the waiver wire that you would want to start this week either. Yeah, I think so that's, that's interesting. I think Lewis. Um, I think Lewis wins. Yeah, Lewis should win. He's got he's got James Conner on Monday night. Dalvin uh, Cook, who's been pretty consistent. Travis Kelsey's the stud. Kansas City defense against Denver, which could put up thirty points against Dangerous. So I think I'm going to go with Lewis, which furthermore. I think, like, some way or somehow, uh, Russell Wilson has fucked over every member of this fantasy league. You're right. This might be the week that he fucks over Lewis, or what? That, or, yeah, somehow he fucks over me. Who knows? Um, Last but not least, uh, huge playoff implications. We got Christian McCaffstrain with Galley picking up dudes. So I told you I had this Apple Watch, or I I got some smartwatch, and this morning at 2.30, I I didn't set, like, the notifications right, and I I fell asleep with it on. It's blowing up for, like, three or four acquisitions for Gallagher at 2.30 in the morning. And I I text him, I'm like, bro, go to sleep, dude. (laughs) He keeps waking me up. If he um, loses, yeah. He has to win. And if you guys both lose, then Channel's going to probably jump him because of points. So it's, uh, uh, it's kind of do or die for him. Yeah, he's got Herbert, uh, Justin Jefferson, Juju, Judy. He's got all the J's out here. Um, Christian McCaffrey, Cam Akers. <laughs> from, the, from the Juju with all the J's. All the J's, I think that was on purpose. But uh, Chris McCaffrey, Cam Akers. They're going to start Cam Akers on third. He's got, he's got a, less than 24 hours to make this decision. You're going to have your fantasy season right on Cam Akers. Well, let me just put it this way. I dropped him, so he's probably going to have a good game. Because uh, last week after I dropped him, he scored a touchdown. So anyone I drop, just go pick up. They'll, they'll have a good week. Uh, I can guarantee it. Uh, Gerald Everett at tight end is struggling. Bagley, uh, Detroit's kicker, and then Detroit defense against Minnesota. I don't know if I would be starting a 
defense in a game that has a spread of over 50 points, but that's just me. I'd probably maybe try to find something else, but I don't know if it was on the waiver wire. Probably garbage. Um, then uh, Andy, of all teams, is starting Tannehill, which is not good. Also starting Robert Woods. If Burks doesn't play, but even, even if he doesn't play, that's not good. Tyreek Hill, uh, which that's his only good player. Deontay Johnson has been kind of trash. Matt Harris might be injured. Ezekiel Elliott's been good. Noah Fans is tight end. Like, uh, this is pretty much a W for Gallagher, even with this, the team he has. Andy, I don't know what team. I mean, Andy got the win last week. Snapped the streak, but he's got Aaron Rodgers and, and Drake London on a bye. Um, which doesn't help. But Michael Carter's healthy, but I don't know if you want to start him. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm I'm hoping like this is like the long game for me, the Trojan horse, where I I draft Cam Akers in the fourth round and then I drop him and then put him on Gallagher's team to give my absolute fucking dud. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, this this team that Andy's rolling out this week is. Hot fucking trash. And it's like, yeah. and it's another guy. You got a roster spot open. Like, what are we doing? I don't I don't get it either. Like, can we at least try? Can we make this competitive? At least? Like, when I'm out, I've been out of it the last three years, and I'm, I'm making waiver wire moves just to fuck people over that are in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm like, looking for, like, week, week 16, 17 playoffs where implications where I'm trying to pick up a guy that he might pop that week to start a streamer. Don't you still want to move up? Yeah, um, I think Gallagher wins. What a fucking cakewalk to the playoffs. So, I mean, I think the biggest thing is uh, is the late game. Because Lathe's lineup is actually pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, late with Simo. So, I think that's your best bet. Because um, I think Lewis rolls and I think Gallagher gets the W there. So, Randy, it's, uh, it's looking like you definitely got to get the W. And that's not looking good right now. And then you also got to beat me by 34 points. So. It's going to be a stressful Sunday for everyone. And um, Ricardo's going to be in town, so we'll all be watching it together. Uh, Ricky Rax is back, so at least if we go down, we'll be uh, um, surrounded by good company, you could say, Dave. Is Strata going to be there? Who knows? So that that pretty much wraps up the... Um, yeah, we're going to do a little bit more in-depth kind of breakdown of the games, give everybody an idea in the lineups, the implication that's implications that were going to happen with wins and losses. So eight teams right now, like we mentioned, are still technically in in the hunt. Uh, two have only secured playoff spots. This might be like one of the craziest last weeks that we've had in a long time. Yeah, and what's the new thing that they put on the NFL? They they want to get rid of like in the hunt. They put it like with what was the word like s- sniffing around or something. Why is it like are people upset because it's hunt? No, no, no. They just wanted. They've been calling it forever. I, I think it was like sniffing around or something. They put this uh, this picture up, this montage of teams that um, could possibly make the playoffs. Well, right now, channel sniffing around. Oh, yeah, he's. Um, all right, David. This is another segment that the people love. I don't think the people have won any money from it, but they just love to hear your shitty picks. Um, I mean, I, uh, last two weeks, I put up teams that have won money. Like how much? Thanks for listening. 
I don't know, but they won. If you put the lineups in. Do, how much you put? How much you put in last I week? I don't remember how much it was, but they were winning lineups. That's all that matters. That's all that matters here on the lounge. I have to look it up real quick. Last week's uh, though was absolute uh, ass trash. Uh, hold on. Where are we at? Where did I even start last week? I think you said you were going to start for this week. You're going to start Waldo's entire lineup. It's almost a kiss oh, of death. I put a few guys in there uh, from all of the lineup. Uh, oh, here's a, here's the lineup. So uh, last week I started. Yeah, this is it. Joe Burrow. He was a hit, thirty points. Brian Robinson had twelve points. That's a hit, ninety-six yards. Uh, Nick Chubb had seventeen carries for eighty yards, no touchdowns. So that's not a hit, only eight points. Drake London, six receptions, 95 yards. That's 12 and a half. That's a hit. Uh, Elijah Moore is a dud, 2.7. He had two receptions for seven yards. DJ Chark, five for 98. That's 12.3. That's a hit. Foster Moreau, stuck to ass, one for 32, 3.7. <laughs> big money on Derrick Henry to, to shit the bed and 11 carries for 30 yards and no catches. Uh, I'm sorry, two, two receptions for 4.8. And then the Commanders put up seven points with a full recovery of four sacks and only giving up 20 points. I don't know how you get points in this <laughs> in this breakdown, but they don't they do not give points to defenses. Uh, so I ended up with 93 points in this lineup, which is terrible. So what, what do they call uh, that on the streets? A loser? Uh, what, that's what it would be. So this week, we're going with Kirk Cousins. You like that? And... Uh, $7,500 going against Detroit. Now they're the 32nd ranked defense in the league. Then I'm putting in Travis Etienne, so maybe he's going to take him out and put in uh, Xavier Knight. But I'm going Travis Etienne, $7,400. He's uh, 11 uh, points on average. Saquon Barkley with 16 points uh, on average. He's $8,200. Going against Philly, uh, CD Lamb. Going against Houston is $8,200. That's another one of all those guys. Uh, Tyler Lockett, $7,700. Averaging 12.8 points, super consistent. I put one of my guys in here, which maybe isn't good. DJ Chark, $5,700. He was too cheap not to put in. Pat Fryermuth, because I was running out of money, $5,800 against Baltimore. And then I put Kittle in, even though I talked so much shit about him, uh, for $5,900. And then the Panthers defense, because I ran out of money. I got against Seattle. So, uh, I'm not too confident in this lineup, but maybe, maybe this will be the week that, uh, that shitty lineup wins some money. I hope, Dave. How much you putting on it, bud? I put five bucks on that one. Do I, like, pull, a, do I pull, like, an, an audible and start DJ Moore instead of, like, Debo or something? Don't fucking. Or Mike Evans. Just don't do whatever move you're going to regret for the next ten years. Yeah, that's that's a lot of things, Dave. Um, well, I hope you win some. Uh, what do you what do you think your average is? You got to be like two and thirteen, no, two and two and twelve. So it's week. It's gonna be week. Dude, four. it's hard. Uh, we we saw when Ryan came on. Ryan put up some trash fucking lineups. It's hard to put a, a winning lineup in with the amount of money that they give you on Fanduel. I was talking to Trot. I mean, uh, um, Gallagher, and he does DraftKings, and like if there was a player that was on. FanDuel, it was like $9,600, and on DraftKings, he was like 6000 bucks. and I'm like, what the fuck? 
so maybe I need to move over to DraftKings. It's easier to set lineups. I'm a big DraftKings fan. Um, I sponsor the podcast. Um, yeah. Speaking of bets, uh, moving on to the mortgage payment. Um, your boy's been hot. If you've been following along all year, Dave. Been hot. 15 and 9 and 1 last eight weeks. Um, first off, we're going to go a little Thursday night game for utilities. I like this a lot. I like Raiders minus 3.5. I like the under 53.5 points. And Devontae Adams plus 75 yards. Comes out to plus 230. Uh, I like those odds. What do you think, Dave? Uh, well, at least you're finally going out on a limb and betting a bet that's in the plus and not the negative. I always do pluses. you, you got to pay no, attention. You, don't. you do a lot of negatives. I do a lot of like pickums. It's like minus one ten. Yeah, well, it's still a negative. You got to pay the you got to pay the juice, Dave. Sometimes you got to pay the juice. I guess so. Um, moving on, car payment. Um, I like a two team parlay money line winners. Uh, Bengals at home versus the Browns and Titans at home versus the Jags comes out to plus one fourteen. You're not scared with the Jags, you know. It could be the Jag week, you know. One week off, one week off. I think the Titans bounce back, and they're at home too. Uh, I think they bounce back after kind of getting embarrassed last week. Uh, I think they uh, come out and win. And Trevor Lawrence might not play this week too. So. Yeah. And last but not least, I like the mortgage payment. I like the Jets plus 13.5 at the Bills. Over 42.5 points comes out to plus 150. Now you are buying almost 4.5 points here. So, or 4.5 points. Correct. Points. Same game parlays, David. That's 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 what I've been going to. Yeah, score 20 points a piece. Um, 20, you need 23 from somebody for 21. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, follow those bets. I mean, I, be, I bet you at least go two for one. At least you should. So. I like, I like the Thursday night. Yeah, I like that a lot. So that's the mortgage payment this week. Um, it's at the 50-minute mark, David. Um, a little late. Wednesday night pod. You got anything else to close out on? Oh, shit. I didn't. I forgot my deep sea divers were last week. They were probably trash again. <laughs> At this point, it's like week 14. I mean, if. There's our, our waiver wires really. Uh, it's it's, pre, it's, pretty, right it's pretty barren. Um, the top ads right now for your deep sea diver. DJ Dallas is still out there, but he hasn't practiced all week. Huntley's out there if you want to take the shot on him. Uh, call him. Whoever start Tannehill, I forgot who that was. I think Andy, maybe just start Huntley, just because. Uh, yeah, and then Purdy, Travis Homer, Mike White, <laughs> Okanakwa, the tight end for Tennessee. Uh, yeah, this is it's pretty trash. Yeah, it's, right it's a, some like supply chain issues going on right now. It's very barren yeah. at the shops. For some reason, Kendall Hinton. Hinton I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't even is, pick that guy out of a lineup. Uh, exactly, and he's on a team that Russell Wilson is the quarterback, so uh, I would not pick him. Our waiver wires yeah. pretty are pretty much like like the first two weeks of COVID, where there's no TP on the shelf. No, yeah, you're you're fucking you're punching an old lady. Just pick up a wide receiver. And run <laughs> A little, right, well, com- a, a little commission, a little commission corner. I just want to, just we'll we'll just end on this, Dave. Um, 
I want to wish everyone um, good luck going into this week 14. So far, it's been a great year. Um, this is going to cap off the regular season. So I think I think it's been one of the best years around. It's been a very weird fantasy year regular season. It is. So, so I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if it ended the way it started. So I think there's going to be a lot more things. That I think projection, it could be a total week where teams are only dropping like 110 points and a lot of shootouts. I mean, not shootouts, but a lot of lo- like little edge-out close games. So I like there's there's a curveball going to – this that this season is going to end on a curveball. That's the way I'm saying it. I don't think that there's four teams that need – or five teams that need to get wins. I don't. There's no way that all five teams win this week, you know? Yeah. Like they're – I don't care what projections say. It usually doesn't happen that way. Like one of these, one of our teams is is gonna lose, um, or I guess four teams because I I don't think I'm beating Waldo. But anyways, somebody's gonna lose. It's gonna be odd. Yeah, um, a little Christmas miracle come early for someone, and I hope uh, someone's stocking is um, overstuffed. If you know what I mean. Yeah, um, that, being said, <laughs> that being said, that being said. It's always great to come hang out in the fancy lounge. Is that the way Mike ends it? I always forget the way Mike ends it's it. It's never too late to come relax in the lounge. It's never, it's ne- it's never too late, even for Mike. Um, look forward to seeing everyone on Sunday who could be here to hang out with Ricardo, get the league back together for Week 14 to cap off regular season. That being said, good luck to everyone, and the boys are out. Good night. It's never too late to come relax in the lounge. Good night, y'all.